I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, it's Cheyenne and welcome back. Today I'm sitting down with Coach Ashley Preston. She's a head volleyball coach at Cal State Fullerton. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so you've just completed your fifth season. Can you kind of tell us about the highs and the lows of your last season and how it went? Sure. Um, I actually, a high was um, our team had four wins uh, this past season in conference, and one of those wins came at Long Beach State in the Pyramid, and it's one of the first times in, I think, over a decade that uh, Cal State Fullerton has won in the Pyramid, so that was pretty awesome, and their arrival, too, so that was really fun to see, Um, as well as we took Hawaii to five in Hawaii. Um, Unfortunately, didn't get the win, but it was great strides in the program as well. Uh, Our record, we had a winning non-conference record when we came in. Um, So that was also a highlight too. Uh, And then also just last season was my favorite season since I've been here. And it rooted within like just changing the culture of the program. And uh, I had a lot of personal growth as well as a coach and um, just really delving into my vision and my purpose. And what I found out is the root of it isn't for me, the wins and losses, it's the process and focusing on the route to get the best fruit. It's a Mike Smith quote. And so <laughs> with that is really empowering young women. Um, and so my vision is to create dope culture. I love creating culture. And then my purpose is to help women be the heroes of their own story. And once I really figured that out in my personal growth as a coach here before the season started, I finally understood what I wanted to do and how I wanted Fullerton to be as a program. And so I am just so happy about this past year. I can't talk enough about it because there's just the young women and my staff did so many such amazing things. So, um, so yeah, those are the highs. The lows was that we had a couple of injuries um, in the beginning of the year that could have impacted the rest of the year, but my team rallied behind the focus of the culture of it's about the team and not about individuals. And we were able to still continue to win. And so that really showed the maturity of them as well as young women. Yeah, I think that's awesome what you said about just empowering your girls and creating that dope culture. Because I think culture plays a huge part on any team, whether it's a sports team in your job, really culture makes a huge difference. And I really love that you kind of realize the importance of that and you're really striving to make that a cool culture for everyone on your team I love that yeah (laughs) yeah it was it's kind of funny because before I thought of course like just the outcome right so Mm it's all about wins all about wins even as a young professional it was like okay yeah I understand that I'm supposed to take care of the culture but that'll happen once the wins come and absolutely not culture's everything and finally listening to people that were trying to tell me (laughs) older people very wise they're wise for a reason right finally listening to them and really you know getting knocked down too on my Mm -hmm. little pedestal right I get this job and I think I know everything I realize I I know absolutely nothing and (laughs) there's one quote that I love and it says uh 
without your struggle, you don't know your strengths. And that happened to me in the beginning of last year. And then I really was like, okay, I have to make this change within myself, right? I can't be outcome oriented and then tell the girls like, focus on the process. Like, no, I have to be about the... I have to believe everything that I that I project out of my mouth, right? And so um, just taking those steps and reading a ton of books, like, and one of the most profound books for me was uh, Brene Brown, Dare to Lead. It really shifted everything for me in that and just separating emotions and facts. And we do those lessons that she has in her book. I do that with my staff and then also my team leaders and also my whole team. And so to really see that come to fruition and then just having great people around me, like Dr. Eames, she used to be the VP here at Cal State Fullerton. She's now the president um, at Queens College. She told me this all the time, like you're deserving and capable. And I didn't really understand what that meant until the last time she said it to me before she left. And like, I started crying and I'm like, you're right, I'm deserving and capable. And it's so funny in a pivotal match, I told my players that like, you guys have to know you're deserving and capable, capable. And those words mattered more to them than any strategy I could give them. And really seeing that and understanding now it's about to just helping young women understand themselves, you know, Mm -hmm. um, helps them to be better on the court, you know? So, so yeah, I'm sorry. I know I could, I could go on no, and on. About I, love, this. So, yeah. I love hearing your stories and your insights into that. Cause I, that's something I really, really truly believe as a, when I played volleyball, I felt like those coaches that made the most impact on me were the ones that kind of cared more about the culture and trusting the process and not focusing so much on the wins. Because when you trust that process, like you were saying, it does correlate into better volleyball and trusting in yourself as a player. So I actually really love everything you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, it it was a growing process for me, you know, like I said, just because being a young coach and, you know, my job is tied to 18 to 22 year olds and that's kind of a crazy job. (laughs) And so in that, I can't put my crap on other people, right? So if Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated, I can't come in the gym and be frustrated. And it took a lot of learning to know that I need to make that shift for not just for myself, but for my young women, like you can impact in two different ways, right? The positive way, or even just have an impact of a negative way. And I just really learned, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that. I want to be the coach that they can come to and they can confide in. And, you know, and I do, of course, want to (laughs) win. We all do. But I also want to make sure that it is a, a healthy environment now for young women. And, it's tough at times, right? Because I have to get on you. Right. But once you understand the culture of why I'm getting on you, then it makes sense, you know? And so it's just really shifting the mindset of that, of making everybody understand why we're doing this. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Can you kind of talk to us a little bit how you got into volleyball and how you got into being a coach? Yeah. So I actually am from Las Vegas, Nevada. So I was a basketball player at first. And and then I, my coach, Robert Kelly, best man in the world, changed my life. I just happened to try out with a friend and I got on the JV team and then he bumped me up to varsity. I didn't play at all. I didn't even play at all in club, <laughs> but it, they were, they were such a good team. And so with that, 
I was able to get a scholarship to Morgan State University, which is a historically black college in Baltimore, Maryland. I played there for four years as a libero. It's kind of funny because at first I was supposed to go there as an outside and everybody was competing for the outside position. So I was like, hmm, this is a new thing. Let me be a libero. And I actually like hold records still as wow, a libero awesome. in the yeah <laughs> yeah in the whole conference. So I'm the I have the digs leader I think in the whole MIAC conference, which is kind of crazy. But yeah. yeah, and so then yeah from there I got my degree in communications. And then I just happened to ask my coach like, Hey, can I stay? Cause at the time I had a college boyfriend. So that's why I wanted to stay in Maryland <laughs> and not go back to Vegas. So right. I was like, can I be your GA? And she goes, no, uh, I think you can be my assistant. So I became her full-time assistant and also went to graduate school <laughs> at the same time. And so got my master's in publication design. And then my coach just because I was such like I was her player, she thought it was time for me to go and find something else or find another program, you know, yeah. she's like, and so I went to Loyola, Maryland University for a year and learned a lot there. Completely different atmosphere, uh, very affluent, rich, um, just wealthy and stuff because it's a Lo uh, Catholic Jesuit school. Mm -hmm. Great experience. And then from there, I applied and got the head job at a division three school in Atlanta, Georgia, Spelman College. And I was actually the head coach and the sports information director. So it's kind of funny. I did my own stories after the game, basically. <laughs> but yeah, so then from there, I got my first D1 head job at Coppin State University. And we did a lot there, too. They're, they were just great young women. And I was just there at a time where they just wanted to work hard and change. And so it's so interesting because the culture just cultivated on its own. I didn't have to derive it or make it. It's just those young women just worked really hard. And we did a lot of great things at Coppin. Like first time in history, we made it to the, the MEAC championship. And it was amazing to, to coach against my old head coach, you know, and um, stuff like that. And so playing against the team <laughs> that I used to play for and right. telling my players, right. <laughs> telling my players like, you can't let Morgan beat them. Was <laughs> funny. And so, and then from there, yeah, I got this job at Cal State Fullerton and I've been here for five years, been Rocky road up and down, but like I, I wouldn't trade any of the experiences that I've had for the world. Cause it's gotten me to the place I am today. So yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I always love to hear how coaches become coaches and kind of everybody yeah. has a different path that they take. So I love to hear everybody's stories. Yeah. You're in the middle of spring ball or just probably just starting spring ball. How's that going? It's going really well. Yeah. We're doing um, individuals. We did individuals and now we're still, we're still in the individual time period. So it's the only mm -hmm. the eight hours. And right now we're just doing 45 minutes of pass and serve. So it's good. Um, my players are dialed into it because uh, it ties to a lot of our goals that we have. We have four goals, and one of them is to be the best serving team in the Big West. So they, they do. They enjoy serving. Yeah. <laughs> it's rare to hear that, like, you know, girls say, like, serving sometimes I think is such an afterthought, you know. Mm -hmm. But we're very diligent in it because we love to – create chaos on the other side by having a tough serve. So yeah, <laughs> I, agree. I, think, I think serving and passing wins games. So I love oh, that. You're 100%. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, one question I have is if you're an athlete wanting to play for a team or a university, what would your advice be to them? The one thing that I ask players um, 
if you couldn't play anymore, is that the school you'd like to go to? I think that's very important. Um, you can't do it just for volleyball because there are times where you may get injured, right? And heaven forbid you may have a career-ending injury. Is that the school that you really want to go to? And um, focus on five schools that you really want to go to and then let volleyball be the second tier thing of it just because you'll enjoy it more. It can't just be about volleyball. Like you are a well-rounded person, you know? Yeah. And um, for a lot of young women, four years is that's the only time you're going to get for volleyball. So really love the school and embrace the school. And one of the things that I have my students do in the spring, they have to be a part of at least one club um, across campus. And just so that you can build more friendships, you know, and something else keeps you here other than volleyball. Cause what if you're not playing at all or you're not traveling and stuff like that, will you still want to go to that university? Yeah, so I think that's I think great that's advice. Really important. I love yeah. that. Especially, I like that you make your players kind of branch out of the normal athletics of just being on your volleyball team and getting into the other clubs of the university. I love that. I haven't really heard of anybody doing that. So that's awesome. It also helps with your resume, you know, yeah. um, and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. So we are a travel company. So I always like to talk about how does travel play a part of either your personal life or your coaching, being on the team? Because I know you travel a ton when you go to conference yeah. games and whatnot. So how has travel kind of impacted you and maybe share some of your favorite experiences? Yeah. So my godmother, she... Um, Deborah Ramirez, she travels all the time and she's traveled ever since I was little. And I thought it was so amazing. Like once a year she would go on a trip and I, I don't know how many countries she's been to, but I feel like she's been to every single one. <laughs> and so in that, when I was, you know, started growing up and stuff and I, when I was able <laughs> to financially get the money mm -hmm. to be able to, I decided that too, like I want to take trips and stuff. And so I've been to Morocco and that was one of my favorite trips as well as Barbados. I just went to Barbados in 2019. Um, so it's been fun. I haven't planned yet where I'll, I'll go this year, but traveling just, just to be able to see a different culture is amazing to me. Um, like for instance, Morocco is so, so much more educational. Of course, I love the trips to the beach, right? I get to lay right. on the beach and, right. <laughs> and stuff like that. But um, to learn more about a culture I had no idea about in Morocco and Marrakesh and Rabat was really cool. Our tour guide was great. Um, and how that factors into work is, of course, we travel for recruitment. But for non-conference, I try to take my players somewhere that they've never been to or just somewhere interesting. So for instance, we've been to, since I've been here, we've been to Brooklyn, New York, and a lot of the girls have never even been to New York. And so that was fun, of course, going to Times Square and I love Brooklyn. Some of my friends live out there. So that was fun to take them to. Um, also going to Las Vegas, Nevada, because that's where I'm from. So. Um, the team got to eat at my house and my mom was so excited Aww. to do that. Yeah. And so next year or this fall, we're going to Eastern Louisiana so that we can potentially go to New Orleans, you know, um, and stuff. Cause I want them to be exposed to all different parts of the country so that once they graduate, graduate with their degree, then pursuing a master's degree somewhere else won't seem so foreign because I've been fortunate enough in my career to be able to move everywhere and take the leap to, you know, yeah. and I want, and I always tell them I have two players graduating in three years and the biggest thing for them, I was like, 
think about somewhere you would absolutely love to live and just one time in your life and pursue that. It's for two years and you can always come back, you know? And so I hope that they know, I hope that that's what helped them get to the decisions that they made. You know what I mean? Like with pursuing their master's degree in different parts. And I think they're going to, I think one potentially will go somewhere in New York and the other will potentially go somewhere in Florida, which I'm so excited because they were all like West coast. No, I'm never leaving. And so for them to leave for two years and come back, I think it'll be a great experience for their growth. Yeah. And just to kind of go somewhere else where they would probably never even picture themselves before you kind of gave them that advice. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's awesome. Do you guys ever go on foreign tours or go out of the country? We don't. I do want to pursue that eventually for this team. I think it'll be a fun experience. There's, there's been some, some teams on campus that have and loved it. Uh, our women's soccer went to Europe and they said it was really cool. So I do want to, I do want to do that eventually with my team. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. I think I haven't been to Morocco, but that's definitely on my bucket list. So when you were talking about that, that's kind of, I was like, wow, I want to go to Morocco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so it's really, really, it's a fun trip. It's really cool. Yeah. What is one thing that no one knows about you that you can share with us? I am obsessed with buffalo chicken sauce. Like (laughs) if I can get a buffalo chicken anything, I'm in a happy place. So yes, I could eat buffalo chicken wings. And actually what's so funny is Hooters buffalo chicken wings are my favorite chicken wings. Nobody knows that about me. That is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Because I like... So they're okay. So the way they do it, they fry it first and then put the sauce. So it's like, that's how my mom used to make them, you know? So it reminds me of that. Yeah. But you have to get them right when they come out because you can't order Uber Eats with them. They'll get too soggy and then it just ruins it. Right. You have to go there. You have to get it fresh. (laughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) Great advice. Great advice. Love it. So as our kind of the last question to wrap everything up, what's your next adventure, whether it's with your team, like what are you most excited about for this upcoming season, your personal life? Is there any travel destinations you're going to? What's up next? I have two options right now. I'm just trying to figure out what's most feasible. So my sister will actually be in Italy for a short study abroad trip with um, her master's program. So she's going there for two weeks. So she was like, you could come the second week and my sister and I are super close so I think that would be awesome or Belize with one of my friends who's actually graduating too (laughs) and so I'm trying to right two totally different trips right Uh and so I'm trying to figure out which one like what more do I want to do do I want to do like the food and wine and different things like that or more of the um, beachy type stuff like that so that's what I'm trying to figure out next yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And what about your uh, upcoming season? I know you're still a couple months away. Season doesn't really start till August, but what are you most excited for for your season? I'm just most excited to just build on the success we had from this past year and just the growth of my players. Um, some of these players, my goodness, I can't even believe that they're going to be seniors, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I seeing them uh, see the sophomores come as a junior come into their own and really seeing the seniors shine. I can't wait for that because they've been with me through the long haul <laughs> of like uh, a shift and a change of a program and a culture. So I'm, I'm just excited about that. I really, you know, process wise, right. I, I know my outcome. I know what I want to do, but I'm also letting just 
enjoying the ride and enjoying the journey, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's so exciting. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to kind of sit down with us and give us more of an inside look into your program and your experiences. And we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. This is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 feet podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcast to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 feet.